Happy Friday to you. We are back with another Friday Five episode here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. It is our weekly list of five things you should know about, and I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. We've got some updates and announcements on the list this week, so let's get into it. Number one, we'll start out with an update on the ACA subsidy cliff that we talked about last week. It seems that all of that press coverage and stumping worked out. Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat holding out on his party's larger economic package, has agreed to an exception, moving the healthcare part of the bill forward. He agreed to a trimmed-down healthcare bill that would give ACA subsidies a two-year extension in hopes of avoiding the rate hikes we reported on in last week's Friday Five. If you didn't listen to that episode, highly recommend that you do that. The Sparknotes version, the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 increased subsidies for health insurance coverage purchased on the marketplace. Those subsidies are currently set to expire at the end of this year. Combine the end of subsidies with inflation and a handful of other things, about 13 million Americans would see those rate hikes come through just before the fall midterms. How the subsidy extension will be structured is an ongoing discussion, and according to my sources, the Senate has until July 29th to get the measure to a vote Otherwise, they will have to table discussions until September. Also included in that legislation, bringing down the price of prescription drugs. Democrats hope to accomplish this by allowing Medicare drug price negotiation, putting a $2,000 cap on Part D beneficiary out-of-pocket costs, creating a penalty for drug manufacturers whose price hikes outpace inflation, removing cost-sharing on Part D vaccines, and increasing the threshold for Part D low-income subsidy eligibility to 150% of the federal poverty level, up from the current level of 135%. Number two, last Friday, as expected, the Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS for short, announced the renewal of the COVID-19 public health emergency. We've been keeping track of the status of the PHE due to the Medicaid benefits that are tied to its renewal. Continuing the PHE has prevented beneficiaries who joined the Medicaid rolls during the pandemic from losing their eligibility, and that's because states are getting more money to keep beneficiaries enrolled and covered. According to estimates, 14 million people stand to potentially lose Medicaid coverage when the public health emergency ends. And as we previously reported, HHS plans to give at least 60 days prior notice to that happening. So beneficiaries and really everyone involved will have a buffer to handle the transition. Number three. If you have been around Ritter Nation in the lead-up to AEP, then you know about our summits. You may have even experienced them before. For those of you who don't know, quick explainer, prior to the annual enrollment period each year, we hold a series of conferences called the summits. 
we invite our carrier partners to present their Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D plan details for the upcoming plan year. Our summits are back, and as requested by our agents, they are back as in-person events. So in addition to meeting carrier partners face-to-face, you also get to meet the team here at Ritter, and you'll get to network with other agents. This year, we've got four days of summits in four different locations, and we recommend that you choose the one that's nearest to your market. First up, we have our Philadelphia Summit on Tuesday, August 23rd. On Wednesday, August 24th, we've got our Harrisburg Summit here in the city where our headquarters is located. Thursday, August 25th, we are in Maryland, and our fourth and final summit takes place in New York. This one's a smidge later than the others on September 21st. There are a few more things I'd like to mention about our summits. First, we will be holding a DSNP course at each summit presentation, and agents who attend that course will receive a free CE hour. Additionally, Ritter agents who attend our summits will receive a voucher for up to 12 hours of CE credits through WebCE. But that's not all you get when you attend the summits. You'll learn about marketing and sales strategies, lead generation, basically everything you need to know to make this year a great AEP for your business. Of course, you do need to reserve your spot in order to attend the Ritter Summits. And you can do that by visiting summits.ritterim.com and selecting your summit location. We would love to meet you at the summits, chat with you, and help you strategize this year's AEP. So make sure you get registered today, get that out of the way, and get ready for a great time at the summits. Number four, as a creator who appreciates creativity and other creatives, this next bit of news is one that I could geek out on for an entire episode. Dolly, the AI image generator, is opening up its beta, sending out invites to 1 million users on its waitlist. Dolly, that's D-A-L-L hyphen E, stylized like the Disney movie Wally, as well as a nod to the famed surrealist Salvador Dali. Dali, as I mentioned, is an AI image generator that allows users to enter a phrase and it will create a photograph based on what you've entered. And that can range from whimsical and fun to hyper-realistic, as many reviews describe. And while that's delightful and fun, you can obviously see that the technology needs to be guarded because bad actors always find a way. And it wouldn't be too long before we could be seeing images that look real but were indeed created by artificial intelligence. But there is an aspect to this that I love from a creative standpoint, and that is for those waitlisted users who get access They will get credits allowing them to perform searches, which in turn spit out the images, and each search will cost one credit. Users will also get usage rights to their AI-generated images on Dolly. 
And those rights include commercial use, which is amazing from a creative standpoint. I'm not a designer by any means, so to have access to something like this, even if the design process is out of my control, if I end up with an image that I love from one of these searches, I can go ahead and use that in publications, on social media, you name it. So that's pretty cool. Now, I hadn't signed up for the waitlist prior to reading about Dolly, but you know I had to go and do that the minute that I read about it. So I am officially on the waitlist. I will report back if I end up getting in at any point in the future. My fingers and my toes are crossed. Number five, if you are one of the many people who enjoys playing Wordle, you likely take a lot of pride in your stats. I know I do, and I was particularly annoyed when I made the switch from playing the original game to the version on the New York Times site, and I lost all of my stats. Thankfully, though, I was able to take advantage of this new feature, and hopefully that will not happen again. Because the gray lady has now decided that your Wordle stats can be synced to a New York Times account. And with that account, regardless of where you play, if it's on a different browser or a different device, your stats will sync up and you won't lose any bragging rights in your group chats. So far, I've only had one day that my first guess was the word of the day, but that is a bragging right that I do not want to lose, because honestly, I'm not sure when it's going to happen again. Very excited about that change, and if you don't play Wordle, I recommend giving it a try. It's a fun, short game. I like to play it while I'm drinking my tea in the morning, and I think you might too. Rupel recommends. This is a fun addendum to number four on our list this week. When Boris Dema heard about Dolly way before the open beta, he thought it was pretty cool. Then he and a group of coders took on the challenge of trying to build a similar AI image generator during a hackathon last July. What they built was similar, and they called it Dolly Mini, which they've since renamed Crayon, mainly to avoid confusion and association between the two. Two key differences, though. One, Crayon is available to the public. So you can go to crayon.com, enter a phrase, and see what their AI comes up with. And I should mention that's C-R-A-I-Y-O-N.com. Second difference, you're not going to get the high-quality images that Dolly creates. Images can be a little wonky, but they can also be pretty cool. Most articles I've read on Crayon have suggested getting really specific with your search terms, and that does seem to help. You can also enter a specific style that you would like to see results portrayed in, so say the style of Monet or Chuck Close. Currently, Dema is using ads to support Crayon, while generally just letting users have fun playing around with it and seeing what they come up with. That is certainly what people have been doing with it. It's certainly what I have been doing with it, and it was pretty entertaining to see how closely 
or how far off the generated images were. But that is all we've got for this week's episode. As always, visit the notes for links to what we talked about here today. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Thank you.